Well, welcome, everybody. Glad you're at Emmaus Way tonight for this baptism and dedication Sunday evening. My name is Ben. I'm a pastor here along with Molly and on staff with Elizabeth, and we're excited. We haven't done this in a couple of years. We've built up some pent-up demand for folks that are ready to dedicate their children in this community in the light and the sight of God and each other, and it's always an exciting evening uh, when we're doing this. And, and we like to do it in the way we do, which feels very specific to Emmaus Way. If you were here for the first hour, you've already had a chance to play your baptism bingo um, in this complicated, interdenominational, motley crew of a Christian history community. Many of us carry with us very different stories about how this particular moment um, in our faith and in our life with family has evolved, and we carry all that together into our common life together as a Mayus Way with celebration and with affirmation for every way that we find to say, this child is beloved. And this is one of God's and one of ours. So that's what we're doing tonight. And to start us off, um, as we do a lot, we have this Jan Richardson poem beginning with beloved. Begin here, beloved. Is there any other word that needs saying, any other blessing that could compare with this name, this knowing, beloved? It comes like a mercy to the ear that has never heard it, comes like a river to the body that has never seen such grace, beloved. Comes wholly to the heart aching to be new, comes healing to the soul wanting to begin again, beloved. Keep saying it, and though it may sound strange at first, watch how it becomes part of you, how it becomes you, as if you never could have known yourself anything else, as if you could ever have been other than this, beloved. Amen. So before we get further, I guess we might have a couple of announcements to do, yeah. And we have a community prayer coming up, and Everett, you're going to help us with that, and I know that. So get ready. But yeah, announcements, things that are going on. I know, so this Tuesday night, uh, this coming Tuesday, I'll be on a panel at Duke Chapel as part of my work with Religious Coalition. Uh, the, the title is The Urgency to End Gun Violence, Every Life Sacred. Um, and I'm on that with some very esteemed folks, professor from Duke and our police chief and uh, someone I've gotten to know recently, Rob Belcher, who not that long ago would would tell you he was very much part of the problem with gun violence in Durham and is um, living a very different life now. And so I think it's a really great group. I think it's primed to be a really good conversation. Would love to have some friendly faces in that room um, as I speak. And we try and speak to the national and local ways that gun violence is rending our community. So yes, please come support. You can also actually live stream it, I believe. So if you're not able to be there and still want to check it out, I think they, they're actually that sophisticated at the chapel. So, anyway. And that's 7 p.m. on Tuesday night in the biggest old honkin' church building in Durham. So. Um, on Thursday evening from 6 to 8, Can has a really important Metro Council meeting coming up. Um, and this is where we will continue to decide and have discussion around the bond, um, as well as some other kind of work that we are doing and actions that we are working on with DHA, specifically in Hoover Road, um, as well as affordable housing issues. 
issues, more affordable housing issues. So six to eight at Monument of Faith. I will be there. I'd love to see some other people. If you've never been to a Pan event, Metro Council is a really great way to kind of just come and see what Pan and broad-based organizing is about. So I hope to see some of you there. Uh, and the following Wednesday, it's a little plug. So Ben has this really big event for the Religious Coalition, their annual fundraising breakfast. I'm not a morning person, but I am hosting a table because I love Ben and believe in the coalition. Uh, and I am trying to get two tables worth of people there. Um, it's at 7.30 in the morning on Wednesday, October 23rd at Judeo Reform. Um, 7.30 to 8.45. I have one table full and a seat at another one. But if you want to come have breakfast with me, it's really lovely, let me know. I would love to see you there. If it sounds like this is a time of year, when the coalition is involved in a lot of events, that would be accurate. Um, so. Oh yeah, Frank, good old Frank. You remember, yeah, him? Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna preach. If you have not heard Frank preach, it's not technically preaching, but it turns out that way. And it's kind of fabulous. You see, like, turn it, listen to NPR and imagine that voice getting really loud and prophetic. Just like that. And that's kind of what it's like. It, it'll mess with your head. Okay, anyway, other, yeah, Caleb. So, I have another religious coalition for nonviolent Durham related announcement. Um, so, so, one of the religious coalition's other ministries is to form faith teams. And these are groups of folks um, who come alongside people coming out of incarceration to just be community, be friends, support people re entering their community. Um, and so, a number of us here at EWA have been on these teams before. We are looking at forming another team. And if you'd be interested in doing this, come talk to me. I hadn't mentioned this debate yet, or go talk this to Ben. This is fantastic. Um, but yes, yeah, so we're looking at forming another team. If it's something that would be of interest, yeah, come talk to me, shoot me an email, whatever, I'd be glad to fill you in. We're going to try to meet sometime in early November, but I don't remember the date. Um, the first. Oh, is it the first? Okay, you can also talk to Joy, because I think she's also my name. So, yeah. I'm so excited that there are coalition things that are happening that I am nothing about. That's actually really good news. Okay. Yeah, Clinton. Uh, one more announcement. Um, it can't so be about the coalition. No, it is a, it's about eWay. We, we need some more uh, teachers. We have a larger group of people here tonight than normal. So uh, we need more youth teachers upstairs. We're hiring two, I believe. Uh, Elizabeth is the person you should probably talk to, but you can talk to anyone on the team, which includes me and some others in the room. Um, if, if you know anyone who is interested in that, it's a paid position. Um, I can't remember what it's paid, but Elizabeth will know all the details. So, anyway. Yeah, and I'll just say, yeah, as we transition in at Everett, come on up. But yeah, there's sort of an absent presence in the room tonight, or present absence, or something. It's like Rody, up into our, our pastor of and with children. Uh, yeah, just moved to Texas. What was that? Like, it seems like a long time ago, but it was like, yeah. Yeah, not quite a month ago. And so as we're dedicating these kids tonight, I know that is someone who's, yeah, faith and presence and care for these particular children is with and among us. So Everett, you're going to lead us in a community prayer. God of community whose call is more insistent than ties of family or blood. 
May we so respect and love those whose lives are linked with ours that we fail not in loyalty but make choices of love towards them and live accordingly and live according to your goodness. Amen. Thanks, Everett. And what? Oh, yes, and the pre-K kids are now headed upstairs, I understand. Molly's whispering to me. And Adam, where'd Adam go? There he is. Adam's back with us. We're excited to have a preview from Adam this week in our upcoming season where we're going to take on time and revelation. Adam thinks it would be a good idea as an artist to sit with us through a conversation on revelation, so we're excited about that over the next six weeks, but to christen that tonight around baptism. Glad you're back, Adam. Hi, everyone. And he is bent on bringing me down with him. So, if my voice gets out, it's my hope that some people um, will do their best and just make a weird noise with me. If it be your will That I speak no more And my voice be still As it was before I will speak no more I shall abide until I am spoken for If it be your will If it be your will That a voice be true From this broken hill I will sing to you From this broken hill All your praises they shall ring If it be your will to let me sing From this broken hill all your praises they shall ring If it be your will to let me sing And if it be your will If there is a choice Let the rivers fill Let the hills rejoice Let your mercy spill On all these burning hearts in hell 
If it be your will to make us well And draw us near And bind us tight All your children here In their rags of light In our rags of light All dressed to kill And in this night If it be your will If it be your will Glory, glory, hallelujah, same old story, different tune, to tackle man was my life, the stone in my shoe, there's a hymn that's not that deep, river, river, We've crossed so many And some dig ditches For others' pennies We break our backs and still lack The one thing that can save us There's a hymn and though it's fleeting It bears repeating Everybody needs somebody Everybody needs somebody Everybody loves somebody And nothing but Though I love you Have to say Oh that's my problem And one little song Can move a mountain And it's a hymn that's never ending Everybody needs somebody Everybody needs somebody Everybody loves somebody Oh, everybody needs somebody Everybody needs somebody Everybody loves somebody There's a river of love that runs through all time There's a river of grief that floods through our lives 
It starts when our heart is broken into by the thief of belief in anything that's true. There's a river of love runs through all time. And there's a river of love that runs through all time. And there's a river of tears that flows through our lives. We fight through the night for freedom as it fades into a jail where we fail every time we make a break. But there's a river of love that runs through all time. And I had to run before I knew how to crawl. The first step was hard, but I've had trouble with them all. But now their light goes darker and the day grows dim. Cause I know I never will see you again. And I almost made you happy. There's a river of love that runs through all time. There's a river of fire that burns with no light. The flame is the pain of dreams gone up in smoke from the lies we deny and breathe until we choke. There's a river of love that runs through all time. It is so good to see all of you here tonight on Baptism Dedication Sunday. Um, We are quickly going to pass the peace, so if you want to get a snack or some water, talk to someone you haven't seen in a while. Andrew Renz is here from Cape Town, South Africa, a longtime co-minister of Emmaus Way that is back with us tonight. So good to see you. But um, grab some water or a snack, and we will gather back in just a couple of minutes. All right. Thanks, everyone, for passing the peace. Um, Way to pass the peace of Christ with such joy and revelry. Um, I have a brief reflection for us tonight um, to sort of continue our gathering around dedication and baptism, would someone quickly read uh, Mark chapter 1, verses 9 through 11? Thanks so much, Alan. So the author of Mark is a bit curious. Unlike any of the other gospels, Mark, the author chooses to start this gospel with beloved. Before Jesus does anything in Mark, Jesus simply hears, you are my son, beloved. With you, I am well pleased. Beloved, a word that might make some of us squirm or think that this term has become too watered down or perhaps doesn't get at the breadth and depth of a human being, but beloved is actually where it all begins in Mark. 
Beloved symbolizes and names the real state of things that even in the mess of it all, in the thick of it, in all that is and is to come, it's still possible for all of us to be known as cherished and beloved because from the very beginning, we already are. The voice of love Christ heard in that river still echoes to us this evening. You, yes, you, are beloved. For as Henry Nouwen put it, being the beloved expresses the core truth of our existence. It's where it began for Jesus and it's where it begins for us. We don't earn it. There's nothing we can do. It just is. For God claims us like Christ as beloved, full stop. Now sure, some of us hear this beloved through dedication tonight and some through baptism, but the heart of it, the discipleship of it, the liberation of it flows from the same place, the same God, even if the water comes at different points on the journey. I mean, isn't that why days like tonight, dedication, baptism, Sunday are so special? We tell some of the youngest among us through word and sacrament, you are beloved in whom God, in whom we are well pleased. Simply for being you, your delightful, unique self, not for what you've done or for what you will do, but simply because you are, you are our beloved, now and forever. And as we speak these words to our children, we are reminded of the essence for ourselves, even we adults who might be slightly jaded by this point. I don't know if it's like this for all adults in the room, but I have a hunch that part of why you're still intrigued by church, perhaps why you still want to come on Sunday evenings at four o'clock and haven't thrown in the towel on this whole faith thing, It's because it was someone along your journey in a church of your childhood or adolescence reminding you again and again of your belovedness, reminding you of God's sheer delight and love in you for just being you. Maybe it was a Sunday school teacher or a youth mentor, perhaps a college campus minister or the adult that gave you the room and space to ask all the questions but by their holding of space for you, making time for you and sheer love for you, reminded you again and again, you are beloved. And maybe that reminding is what has you here today, still hoping in a church, in a community of people, God with flesh on, who will call out to us, call out to all of us, all children and adults, on the easiest, most joy-filled days and on the hardest, most painful days of life's journey, proclaiming as if we could call you anything other than beloved and blessed, drenched as we are in our love for you, washed as we are by our delight in you, born anew as we are by the grace that flows from the heart of the one who bore you to us. So on this day, as we partake in dedication and baptism, a time of prayer and affirmation of new life and water, may we all be reminded 
and feel our belovedness in the marrow of our bones once again. For it's not only these children tonight we promise to shepherd into God's greater and greater love, but one another. For each of us here begins with beloved, not for anything we've done, but simply because we are. That's where it began for Jesus in the river, and that's where it begins for us. Beloved, thanks be to God. So now we're gonna have our time of dedication. So if the Kite family and the Hopes and the Teasons will come up, um, and I think Ben and I are just, we aren't gonna use the mic for this, do you think? Okay. And y'all can stand, we're gonna like stand right here. Come on around. All right. Thank you. 
excited to have here uh, loved ones, this little one, Ellington, uh, and to dedicate her unto our Lord. Deliver Ellington, O Lord, from the way of sin and death. Lord, hear our prayer. Open her heart to your grace and truth. Lord, hear our prayer. Fill her with your holy and life-giving spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Keep her in the faith and communion of your holy church. Lord, hear our prayer. Teach her to love others in the power of the spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Send her into the world and witness to your love. Lord, hear our prayer. Bring her to the fullness of your peace and liberating love. Lord, hear our prayer. We joyfully receive you, Ellington, and promise to shepherd you into the greater and greater love of God.
this is what I'm going to do and we're not going to discuss it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like the first time I've ever done that. It's I was recently listening to some indigenous thinkers and, and intellectuals um, and native peoples talking about the destruction of, of the kind of Appalachian spine of the East Coast. Um, and some were speaking to groups of Christians and talking about, as many eco-theologians have done, mountaintop removal is a kind of um, unmaking of creating, of creation. Um, but these indigenous thinkers and intellectuals were, were talking about the coal ash in the river and how it's spreading and kind of bleeding through these communities as a kind of unholy baptism of the land. Um, and they were calling on us to look at this as a kind of, I mean, what they would call a demonic baptism um, in the destruction of creation. Um, so I, I felt it would be particularly potent, given the last conversation y'all have had over the last few weeks spending in Genesis, especially going into Revelation um, and talking about baptism, um, that, we, that we sing this song. Is there a song of confession? I come from the mountains, Kentucky's my home Where the wild deer and the black bear so lately did roam By the cool rushing waterfalls, the wildflowers dream And through every green valley there runs a green clear stream Now there's scenes of destruction on every hand there's only black waters running down through my land Sad scenes of destruction on every hand Black waters, black waters on every land Well the quail, she's a pretty bird, she sings a sweet tongue In the roots of the tall timber she nests with her young But the hillside explodes with the dynamite's roar And voices of small birds will sound there no more And the hillside comes sliding so awful and grand And the flood and black waters rise over my land Sad scenes of destruction on every hand And black waters, black waters run down through the land In the rising of the springtime we planted our corn In the ending of the springtime we buried our sun And in the summer come a nice man Says everything's fine My employer just requires A way to his mind 
Then they tore down my mountain and covered my coin And the grave on the hillsides a mile deeper down And the man stands and talks with his hat in his hand As the poisonous waters rise over my land Sad scenes of destruction on every hand And black waters, black waters run down through the lane Well, I ain't got no money, not much of a home I own my own land, but my land's not my own But if I had ten million, somewhere's there about I would buy Perry Carey and throw them all out and Sit down on the banks with my bait in my can just watch the clear waters run down through my land What well, wouldn't that be like the old promised land Black waters, black waters, no man were in my land Black waters, black waters, no more in my land When the rain is blowing in your face And the whole world is on your case I would offer you a warm embrace To make you feel my love When evening shadows and the stars appear there is no one there to dry your tears I could hold you for a million years To make you feel my love and I know you haven't made your mind up yet But I would never do you wrong I've known it from the moment we met No doubt in my mind And I'd go hungry, I'd go black and blue And I'd grow crawling down the avenue There's nothing that I would Make you feel my love The storms are raging on the rolling sea And on the highway The winds of change are blowing wild and free You can see nothing like I could make you happy, make your dreams come true 
There's nothing that I would not do Go to the ends of the earth for you To make you feel my love Well, that was a very judicious set of dedications and baptisms. Yeah, got a lot of time, and I'm not going to take it all because we got some kids in this room that would like to have some more gluten-free funfetti cake or whatever's left over there. But I do, as we as we coming out of the series on creation and heading into six weeks, thinking about time and revelation and thinking about where we left our conversation last week, and I proposed this question, what do we do in this fall narrative? What do we do going forward into a revelation conversation with a world in which... Totally lost it. With a world in which... We're unlimited, right? Is, how is it possible to live in an unbounded world? I wonder if that's one of the questions. What are the costs of trying to live in that world that linger from this fall narrative last week and point us forward to this text on the end of all things? And I, 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 if there's one takeaway in two and a half years um, with Rowan in our lives, it's, it's, a, it's a dissertation in my limitations, in what it looks like to try and imagine and live an unbounded life where I can be exactly what I intended to be on behalf of this hypothetical offspring that is now not hypothetical at all. It's, it's a lesson, it's a daily set of lessons in my, in my limitations. I'm preaching to the choir here. But children invite us into a world that we cannot hold up all of by the very nature of of it's 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 beyond us from the very beginning for all we're invited and and want to sometimes imagine otherwise we most i can't even and and yet we do it with joy we do it with joy because we know what we can't do and we know what it's worth to throw love and life into something that's beyond us that we can't do on our own. And so if I'm going to do this, I'm going to need God's help. I will, but with God's help. I will with some help. There are evil powers to renounce. There's repentance. There's trust that needs to be put in some kind of peace and liberating love and I'm going to need help to get that done. I think that's the space we're in tonight. And I think it's the space that this table invites us back to every week where we say to each other in front of God in the light of this narrative about a God who would care enough to come and be in our human limitation we say to each other I want to live this way. I want a table that's that abundant, that's that transcendent, that can take me out into a world that I know is going to hit me in the face, but I'm going to come back. Look, I want that, but I can't do it myself. 
If I'm going to come to this table, I'm going to have to come with the help of God and with the help of the folks I meet here and maybe the fact that I don't expect it. I don't have my mind made up yet and I don't expect that I'm going to get exactly where I plan to get this week might be part of why this is worth doing together. And so it's in that light. With the full limitations of what we are able to do and not do, of what it costs to try to live an unbounded life as humans in the sight of God, that I invite you to this table where the body and the blood of Christ are here for us to celebrate and to say this is worth doing and we can with God's help. As we always do, some of you are new, Emmaus Way, we come to this table every week in a rowdy and a celebratory way, breaking bread for each other. We've got gluten-free crackers you can break for each other, saying the body of Christ broken for you, the love of God broke, shed for you, uh, the blood, the blood, excuse me, the grace, grape juice in the green pitchers and wine in the brown pitchers, saying the blood of Christ shed for you, the light and love of God for you. We do that together in full knowledge of our limitations, in full knowledge of what we're able to do and not do and commit to and not commit to because we do it together in the light of the God who helps us always. Welcome to this table. Celebrate together with these delightful young folks that we have brought into the midst of this rowdy table that we keep on doing week after week. Welcome. Welcome.